After a slow start, the 49ers were able to push past Justin Herbert and the Chargers, paving their way to a 5-4 record and winning 22-16 on Sunday Night Football. Welcome back, everybody, to another First and 49ers podcast. I'm your host, Cole McMahon, and we're back for the second week of the 49ers winning three weeks in a row now. We can all be happy fans. They beat the Rams three weeks ago. We had the bye week. We got to relax. Didn't have to have any pressure, any stress on us. And then we come back with torture again. But ultimately, we got the dub. The, the Niners beat the Chargers. We swept L.A. three to a series of 3-0. to zero. Great times to be a Niners fan again, guys. With key guys playing coming back for the Niners as well. We got Elijah Mitchell back, first game back uh, off his MCL or his, yeah MCL sprain, and it's it was great to see him and Christian McCaffrey uh, go hand in hand together. Um, the game plan today, I'm gonna go into it a little later. It was definitely run heavy, um, but yes, guys, the Niners beat the Chargers. They had a slow start at the beginning of the game. Uh, you can see Justin Herbert was was moving downfield with the Chargers, and it wasn't looking super promising for the Niners. What kind of kind of was getting nervous that it could have been like a Chiefs game again, getting blown out. Um, but the Niners responded well to the adversity 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 that they had, and they were able to pull out this win. It was not pretty, guys. I was stressing out through the whole entire game until that last pick of the game, until Hufunga picked it off, but we could be happy again, and the biggest game of the season is over, and we're going to have to move on to the next biggest game of the season, um, but the defense is definitely something that we need to start talking about here. For the second week in a row, they played like the, the defense that we expect them to be against the Rams and now against the Chargers. They were off to a bad start at the beginning. Herbert drove down 75 yards, scored a quick seven, uh, seven points for the Chargers. Uh, Hufunga, that was a big key uh, on that first drive. He missed, uh, he had a blown coverage, caused that, that touchdown. And it was kind of, the Niners were kind of in shambles at the beginning of this game. They didn't look like they were really prepared to play. A uh, little bit, they were lagging there at the beginning of the game. Uh, this, you kind of figured, oh man, after that that big momentum winning the Rams game, going into the bye week, it could be it's a good thing for their bodies, but it could be kind of something bad mentally because uh, that that hype and that adrenaline kind of wears off after that week. But the 49ers were able to find the groove again, uh, and the D line just couldn't find any pressure on Herbert, which was the big uh, key issue. If you guys remember against Kansas City, we weren't able to put pressure on on Mahomes, and that that resulted in very bad things for the Niners, but the Niners were able to respond well after this first touchdown, quite honestly. They only allowed they only allowed field goals after that, but this D-line couldn't get any pressure on Herbert at the beginning of the game, and they just began to make adjustments going in after that first drive, and you can see it, especially after the first uh, the first half, the second half, the Niners were lights out. They didn't allow any points. They shut the Chargers out, only allowed 16 points on the day against this, this really good Chargers offense, but at the same time, it's, you kind of wanted the defense to show off like that because the, the Chargers were down their two best receivers, uh, Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, so you, you shouldn't have been... We, I was getting scared that that Herbert was doing so much damage with the receivers that he had. Uh, but the Niners, once again, were bending and not breaking on this defense. And I think playing these the past three games, playing against real real D 
decent teams, especially the besides the Rams, uh, but we always dominate them. But I'm saying, like the Chiefs and the Chargers, they're they're good opponents, and luckily the Niners were able to pull out this win against the Chargers and see that this defense is is elite and uh, will continue to be elite down the line down this last stretch of the season. Uh, Dante Whitner on KMBR was talking about the 49ers defense and how they made these adjustments uh, going into the second half. Uh, and the one thing you really talked about was the blitz packages that they were that the Niners were putting down in the second in the second half. It started working. Uh, they put Warner in there and they start dropping back like other guys. I think it was like Hufunga in, in them. Uh, yeah, Hufunga and like Gibson and all them. They started dropping them back and putting in your the best linebacker in the league. This is what Whitner was saying. And getting that pressure on Herbert that the Niners were kind of lacking in the first half of, of the game. He was also mentioning how the defense was trying to be too aggressive on the early downs of the Chargers drives. And once they started to kind of lay back, on, you could totally see that too because the Niners were, were trying trying to get Herbert on the early downs. Uh, it wasn't working. He was converting those first downs, those big plays, uh, those, big, those big hits in, on the on the passes, and once the second quarter uh, or second half happened, you can see the Niners kind of stopped the pressure on the early downs, and then they began to attack more and more on the third downs, bringing in like Fred Warner and them. And Bosa, he was also mentioning, has began to start to adjust to the blocks that he's been given. Uh, you can see it happened a lot if you guys go back to the Kansas City game. He was kind of getting chip blocked a lot of the time. They're going after his legs, and he, uh, Whitner was mentioning how how Bosa has kind of adjusted to that instead of going like a thousand percent speed at the quarterback. He's starting to lay off a little bit at the beginning and then attack. He was talking about how if you, if you continue to go that full speed every single time, you're not going to be able to get to the quarterback because they're going to make, make those adjustments and make you pay for it. And you're not going to be get, be able to get there. Once you get, have more patience, which Bosa is beginning to learn, he's been able to get more pressures on the quarterback on Herbert this game. And Bosa had a spectacular game. Successful pressures, 85 QB, or 85, that, imagine that. <laughs> he had eight QB pressures, four QB hits, and a sack. Adding to his total QB sack record, sack radar to 9.5 sacks on the season. Bosa had him, himself a game, and we needed him there, especially with Armstead still out, Kinlaw still out. Yeah, he had a big game for the Niners. And... Just the fact that the Niners were able to shut out the Chargers in the second half of the game just shows how brilliant D'Amico Ryans has been for the Niners. And he's starting to pick up, making the better the adjustments that the Niners have been needing to make in the second halves of these games. And it resulted in zero points. And they only gave up one touchdown, even in the first half when they were struggling a little bit. You can see they were slowly picking up on the adjustments, only allowing 16 points, only allowing one touchdown, a couple field goals. So... Kudos to the to the defense, man. Uh, they did they did a great job. And then to end the game with a minute left, you got Omenihu made one of the biggest the biggest play of the game. Tipped Herbert's arm and went the ball went right into the arms of Hufunga, who picked it off. So just a great job by this defense again. What we what the Niners need to be successful is that defense to keep the this offense in the game when they continue to struggle like this. And you were hoping after this Rams game, the offense wouldn't struggle like that. Uh, but unfortunately, it has been going. It has it has happened, and we saw this again against the Chargers. Even with so many weapons that the Niners have, we barely used Debo in this game. We got Christian McCaffrey in there just a tiny bit. JJ, Jawan Jennings, Brandon Ayuk. I'm, I'm going to get into this offense later. But one of the biggest things on this defense, and this happened, I think, in this second quarter of the game, Dre Greenlaw getting ejected. 
I was going ballistic about the the call. It was I understand the penalty, and this was what Shanahan was saying too. He understands the penalty, but not the ejection. And so this is going in uh, to our next segment, the gold mine film analysis, guys. All right, so I'm going to be screen sharing my my screen once again, everybody. And I was going back on the last podcast where I did the film analysis, and I realized that for some reason the video got really choppy when I was showing it. So I'm going to use YouTube instead, share screen here, and we're going to go over this Dre Greenlaw play where he got where he got kicked out of the game, uh, gets ejected here with my great football uh, film analysis skills, everybody. So we're going to see Herbert's going to drop back. He's going to snap the ball. He's going to see the lots of pressure coming in. He's going to scramble. He's going to scramble for this first down right here. Fred Warner catches him by the legs right here. And right there, Jimmy Ward applies a huge hit. Herbert's knee is down. But then the momentum of Dre Greenlaw, he can't. He can't stop this momentum, and and then he applies this massive hit on Justin Herbert's head. Boom. And look, I'm surprised Herbert got right back up almost right after that play. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't get knocked out. But right after that, he got the flag for Dre Greenlaw, and he got ejected. And Kyle Shanahan was saying he understands the penalty for unnecessary roughness because it was helmet-to-helmet. But he can't understand, and neither can I. I was going, how is this even possible? He gets ejected for for one unnecessary roughness call. Uh, we're going to see it again. Boom. Right here. Ouch. And like, okay, you keep giving the penalty, but how are you going to eject him? Do you, what do you guys think? Should Dre Greenlaw have gotten uh, ejected from this game? It's a, it's a crazy hit, but looking back at it again. Put my face right here. That's cool. Um, but yeah. The momentum of Dre Greenlaw, he could not stop his momentum going into Justin Herbert. And they, I believe it was Dan, Bland, Dan Blandino or Mike Pereira was saying that uh, the like the umpires, the referees were calling it in New York saying it might have been like they called it an egregious hit uh, to the head resulting in that, in that ejection. But I think really what you can see going on was... Justin Herbert was considered is considered a runner at that point because he's he's running he's past the line of scrimmage uh, he's running for his life he's a running he's runner but he's a rising star also he's a rising quarterback in the league and also on KBR I don't know I think it was Whitner or Joe Staley where they were talking about it today and they were saying yeah it's Justin Herbert he's a rising star they're not going to allow these hits to happen uh, for quarterbacks because it's the game is more fun when you see when you got these star quarterbacks in this game and they don't want they want to protect quarterbacks at all costs so. I don't think it was worth an ejection, though, for Dre Greenlaw, but that's the NFL for you. And the, luckily, the Niners were able to still pull it out. Aziz Alshair was stepped up for Dre Greenlaw. He was he came back from injury for a couple weeks, and he played he played good. He had, uh, Alshair wasn't having the greatest year so far. He had multiple um, missed tackles and everything, but he came in and and did well with Dre Greenlaw out of there. So that is my goldmine film analysis for today, guys. And Dre Greenlaw, I want to know in the comments, should he have been ejected? I don't believe so. Prove me wrong. Prove me right. And let's move on to the offense. So the offense, once again, wasn't able to get continue. They weren't able to click at the beginning of this game. They drove down the field, got stopped in the red zone, had to kick, for, had to kick three points in. Uh, and the game plan was so obvious that the Niners were going to try to run down the Chargers' throats, and they ran for 40 plus 40 times, 40 times in the game. They had the Christian McCaffrey, Elijah Mitchell duo, and this duo that 
uh, I think Mitchell said it too, that it could be one of the most dangerous duos in this league at running back. Mitchell came back, his first game back, and he had a, a ma- tremendous game. He had more yards, more carries than Christian McCaffrey, which is a little crazy. Shanahan at the end of the game said that he wanted to get uh, get them half and half pretty much on the carries, but Mitchell had a way better game than McCaffrey in this game. 89 yards, 18 carries. Chris McCaffrey, 14 yards, 38 carries, and just it's a bad, it's a good problem to have when you got two phenomenal running backs on your team, and even the star running back that's that's going to get paid lots of money, Chris McCaffrey. Didn't even have to do as well because we have Elijah Mitchell. And it was so amazing to see he hasn't lost his step after his MCL sprain. He had a great game for the Niners. He did most of his damage towards the second half of the game uh, where they barely played McCaffrey towards the end of the game. McCaffrey did have a a touchdown. I'm going to be getting into that later. Um, But as his offense as a whole, we weren't able to get our footing down. uh, And the second drive, we were. it was the first play a Garoppolo hit. Brandon Ayuk round the numbers uh, for it would have could have been a twenty yard gain and then Brandon Ayuk get fumbles the ball uh, the ball gets hit out of his arms and right after right then uh, the Niners don't get any points off of that down seven three at that point and then two drives later again the Niners couldn't get anything going and then a block punt happened and kudos to this defense for only allowing three points again kudos to them for allowing three points on that drive where the, the Chargers were set up on the 46 yard line and they couldn't get anything going again saying the defense they bend they don't break and that's what you want to have out of a defense but the Niners couldn't get things going until uh, the end of the second quarter uh, but again, I want to talk about Brandon Ayuk. He had that one mistake in the game. And we go into the third quarter again. The Niners driving down the field again in the red zone. And we had lots of trouble in the red zone this game. Uh, he makes a great move on, this, on the defender in the end zone. And he just drops the ball. Jimmy hit him right on the numbers again. And he drops the ball. You can't have these mistakes in games like this. Uh, playing against teams like the Chargers. Because those are going to eat back at you. The Niners could have easily had... 30 points in this game if Ayuk didn't make those two big mistakes. Uh, but he did He did put on his story on Instagram, if you guys saw, that he is mad about it, as he should be. Uh, and we just got to expect Ayuk not to make uh, crazy drops like that ever again uh, throughout the season because it it's going to It's gonna come back and it could haunt us. Luckily, it didn't this game. And part of it is because Ayuk, even after those plays, he also made big plays for the Niners later in this game. I want to talk about this this late second quarter drive, though, for the Niners. This was their first touchdown scoring drive. JG, Jimmy G, uh, had this was one of his best drives of the game. He kept the drive alive. We got Kittle over the middle, third and 12. He hits him for the first down. Uh, A play or two later, Jimmy G comes back. He's scrambling for his life, rolls out to the right, finds Ray Ray McLeod down the sideline, and hits him with a tremendous dime uh, down the field. A great first down play for the Niners, and... That's just the plays that you've kind of been seeing uh, Jimmy G making this year. Um, the same, it was kind of similar uh, to the Christian McCaffrey play, where they kind of had the play was kind of was kind of blown blown dead. It was it was blown up, and you just got receivers like McLeod and uh, last week against the Rams two weeks ago, uh, just going out and trying to make a play. Ray McLeod did it this week. McCaffrey did it last week for a big touchdown against the Rams. And that's just Jimmy was talking about in the presser. They're just football players, man. They're making big plays for this team. And that's that's exactly what you want to see. Niners on third down converted multiple times. Something that has been a big issue for the Niners this year. And they've been able to, to conquer that 
the last two games. Finding Brandon Ayuk, Jawan Jennings, and I want to talk about him a lot, and George Kittle. Especially on this fourth uh, quarter drive, the scoring drive that the Niners had. The sequence, Jawan Jennings, Jimmy found Jawan Jennings on a second and 20. Catches the ball, gets eight, uh, 12 yards on that one. And then it's third and eight, he connects with Jawan Jennings again. And you get the yak yarders from Jawan, a big guy, making big plays. He's He's been the third down specialist for the past two years, and we found him again. And then he hits, uh, Jimmy hits Ayuk for a big play in the red zone. Ayuk almost gets it there, hits, gets down at the two-yard line. He was, like, fighting for his life, dragging other defenders down with him. And the Niners would score a Christian McCaffrey touchdown. But Jawan Jennings, he, had, he didn't have a great camp. He was having lots of drops. And he's so reliable for the 49ers during this season. They haven't hit him a lot this season, but when they have, he's made the big plays for the Niners that they needed. In this game, I was going to give him the dog of the week for this game, but I had to give it to somebody else. I'll talk about that later. But Jawan Jennings is one of the not, the most reliable players on this offense, and he's just such a great player to have on this team. I love his energy. I've loved him for the longest time. So Jawan Jennings, we need him to continue to keep that momentum going, uh, keep that those cans amazing on third downs, and he's a reliable target for Jimmy later down in this line as well. Once again, I want to go back to what Dante Whitner was talking about on KMBR, and this has to go with Jimmy Garoppolo playing his best football of his career, even better than 2019. And you could kind of, you could start seeing Jimmy clicking more, especially up here mentally. Whitner was explaining how Jimmy has been playing, playing it more safe, playing it more smart with the football, and not making tons of those bad Jimmy, Jimmy throws, cutting it close and getting it tipped, throwing it right at defenders. He's been making the better decisions, and he was talking about how, and Greg Papa was like, I was confused why he was just, it was just such a bad pass. He threw it, like, to the ground, and Whitner was explaining how that's that's part of Jimmy's game now. He's learning and learning about if he doesn't see anything there, then just just get rid of, just scrap that play, throw it to the ground, throw it outside, uh, instead of either taking a sack or making a dumb throw. Jimmy's getting that that quarterback IQ that you need to play and to be successful in this league as a quarterback. And it's some, it's been a Jimmy struggle throughout his entire career. And it's great to see him finally, finally kind of see it click in his head that he's, he's understanding you got to keep it safe. If you don't have a play, then just, just kill it. It's what Tom Brady does. You see all the time. It's what the great quarterbacks do. Um, so if he doesn't like it, it throws it away. And I think this might be, a product of Brian Greasy being the quarterback coach. Jimmy, a couple weeks ago, was talking about how he liked having a quarterback coach that was once a quarterback. And so I think Greasy has been dropping this knowledge to Jimmy about, hey, man, if you don't see anything open, if you think that the play can't be extended, then just throw it away. Don't don't make that dumb mistake Make it, trying to squeeze it into a tight, a tight pocket, a tight window. Just throw it down on the ground or throw it away. And I don't know, but I think Brian Greasy, it might be really beneficial for Jimmy to have as a quarterback coach. Uh, previously, Jimmy had uh, Rich Gangarello. So, I don't know, change the pace for Jimmy, and he's playing tremendous this year. He's got four interceptions on the year, 11 touchdowns. So, he's you see the difference of interceptions for sure. He's making less of them. Had zero this game. I believe he had zero. Yeah, he had zero against the Rams. It could have been one against, to Jalen Ramsey, but we got lucky on that one, as we sometimes do with Jimmy, which is great. But 
It's going to be great for Jimmy to have this knowledge, especially going down the stretch when we play even tougher teams uh, with better defenses as well. Hopefully Jimmy keeps that up uh, mentally, mentally well. Now we're going to be switching gears to the dog of the week. And this week, I got to give it to Eliza Mitchell. Coming off of the IR, 18 carries, 89 yards, 4.9 yards per carry for him in this game. Coming back just like that, it doesn't even look like he stopped. He lost a step in his game, guys. He was more dominant than Christian McCaffrey this game, which is crazy. And when you think about the tandem that we have with McCaffrey and Elijah Mitchell, they can be unstoppable. And it's amazing to have two great running backs. You got even Debo in that mix too. And Elijah Mitchell just gets it. He he had a tremendous game, especially in the second half of this game. He was making big plays, getting the big, the big chunkage runs. And Elijah Mitchell is a big contributor of the Niners winning this game. So congrats, Elijah Mitchell, on being the dog of the week. And hopefully he can do it next week in Mexico. The Niners go down to Mexico City. We're 5-4 and four now. We're going to face the Cardinals. Another division game. Monday Night Football. Kyler Murray was out this last game, this, this last uh, week. Uh, the, the, and thankfully, the Cardinals beat the Rams. It's 27-17. It's good. It's good when the Rams lose. They, also, they obviously didn't have Matthew Stafford with them. Uh, but... Kyler Murray is expected to be back uh, on that Monday night game against the Niners. He was dealing with a hamstring injury, but they've been saying he's been day-to-day. And it's just crazy. Colt McCoy, too, beat us. Uh, was it last year? Yeah, it had to be last year. <laughs> he's just a good backup quarterback for the Cardinals, beating the Rams like that. But I don't think we have to worry about Colt McCoy, and we'll have to worry about Kyler Murray next week. Monday night football, guys. This week, Sunday night football against the Chargers was a big one. It was a scrappy win. It was it was tough to overcome some of the things we did, but going into that second half, the Niners made the adjustments. The 49ers offense finally clicking towards the end of the game. When hopefully the Niners can do this, play dominantly on this defense, and put up more points. Put up more points offensively with the weapons that we have. It was a big thing going around on social media about the Niners don't even score 30 points with Debo, with Ayuk, with Jennings, with Christian McCaffrey, with George Kittle. And Shanahan's just got to figure something out to get everybody involved and put up more than 22 points against the Rams. Or against the Chargers, excuse me. So, it, but it it doesn't matter how many points you score, quite honestly. As long as we win these, as long as we win games, I'm happy. And you should get you guys should be too. Obviously, it, it could be. It, it is an issue a little bit, but if we win games, I don't care how we do it. We just got to grind it out. It's a long season, guys. We're not going to win. You can't win every game by 30-plus points. So that's going to have to do it, guys. A great victory for the Niners this Sunday. Going in Monday Night Football next week, we get a long. The Niners get a long break, well, extra day. Hopefully get their bodies right. And that's going to have to do it, guys. Hope you guys enjoyed. Let me know your thoughts again about Dre Greenlaw. And before I go, also, there's going to be a new article out too. It, I don't know if it'll be out uh, by the time this comes out or probably before. But make sure to go ahead and check it out. Um, similar to the podcast, but guys, have a good one. Go Niners and stay faithful, baby. I'll talk to you guys later. Touchdown!